0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat and this week's headlines, we have the USDA Stocks and Acreage report, the Polish Agricultural Minister resigns, and another multinational grain business exits Russia. Prices remain on the defensive, despite the lack of fresh fundamental news. Money flow continues to drive price direction, with funds showing no sign as yet of covering their 13 million metric ton seabot wheat short position. Last week's USDA stocks report was bullish, US soybeans and maize with stocks below analyst expectations, whilst wheat stocks were just above expectations. It is important to note that acreage estimates are only intentions, based on a survey at least one month old, which are subject to change, although these are the acreage numbers that will be used in the USDA's first 2023-24 global S&Ds in May. May's acreage was 1 million acres above expectations and 4 million acres above last year, but with heavy snowpack in the north and northwest, it remains to be seen whether it all gets planted. The all-wheat area was also increased by one million acres, most of which was in Kansas, which is a dust bowl, as the drought in the southern plains continues and could result in many acres being abandoned. The spring wheat area came in well below expectations and is currently under heavy snowpack, which could cause flooding when it melts, which could delay planting. The Polish Agricultural Minister resigned yesterday following the EU's decision to continue to allow tariff-free imports of Ukrainian grain through until June 2024. To date, 17 million metric tonnes of Ukrainian wheat, barley and maize has arrived in the EU from Ukraine, which farmers, particularly in Romania, Bulgaria and Poland, argue has depressed local prices. The EU Commission has today published a regulation providing for an emergency support measure for the cereal and oilseed sectors in Bulgaria, Poland and Romania, whom they considered the most affected countries, which will be controversial amongst farmers in other member states who will argue that their prices were also pressured lower. Louis Dreyfus followed Cargill and Viterra in announcing their withdrawal from Russia in what increasingly looks like a return to state-controlled exports, further reducing transparency on data and price. They will sell to who they want, when they want, at the price they want. One wonders what would happen should they have a crop failure, which is not unknown. For now, the market will focus on weather, which is far from ideal in the US, Canada, Australia, India, Pakistan, North Africa and Spain, amongst others, as El Nino arrives to give his sister a break. The war in Ukraine shows no sign of ending, the future of the grain corridor is unclear and the political and economic landscape is a shambles. Apart from the EU, major wheat exporter production prospects for 2023-24 are lower, which doesn't argue for a stock-building year and leaves no room for major crop failures. On to malting barley. This week's headlines, the wet weather's causing planting delays in the south, some maltsters are cancelling tonnage commitments, and China's reinstating Australia as malting barley supplier. In the south, wet weather this week has further delayed the planting of the remaining 15%, which is both north and south of the M4. The barley planted in March looks better than that sown in January and February, some of which is lacking nitrogen and may be suffering from the extra leaching of herbicides and black grass sprays into the root systems. So it's not a vintage start to the growing season for spring malting barley. There's still no buying interest for malting barley. All UK maltsters are now fully bought up to harvest and in some cases are cancelling May and June tonnage commitments. Our malting barley export programme will continue over April, May and June but those sales have been covered for some time. The French spring barley crop is rated 92% excellent and is 5% up on last year. Scotland, Denmark and Sweden have planted nothing yet. Apart from our minimum £25 malting premium over feed, with no maximum, new crop is not really trading. It looks as though China is going to reinstate Australia as a supplier of malting barley for the first time in three years. This has put pressure on the French malting barley market, which had been enjoying almost exclusive access to that market. It has fallen €15 per tonne in the last week, which has affected UK export values as well. And oilseed rapes headlines for the week, volatility continues, OPEC plus production cuts, and we have the USDA report. Volatility continues, with Batif losing €37 in the last two days, undoing over half of the recent bounce. Oil prices surged on Monday when they were jolted by a surprise announcement by OPEC Plus to cut production further in what top producer Saudi Arabia called a precautionary measure to support market stability. They pledged to cut production by about 1.16 million barrels per day from May to the rest of the year which will bring the total volume of cuts to 3.66 million barrels per day since November, according to Reuters calculations, equal to 3.7% of global demand. The OPEC Plus production curbs led most analysts to raise their Brent oil price forecast to around $100 a barrel by year-end. With Goldman Sachs lifting their forecast for Brent to $95 a barrel by the end of this year and to $100 for 2024, crude oil prices jumped 3.3% on the day, supporting oilseed prices. Earlier in the week, prices were supported by Chicago soybeans and the bullish planting and stocks report issued by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA, last Friday, with both U.S. stocks and planting intentions below trade guesses. However, soybeans have since declined on profit-taking and optimism that U.S. planting weather will improve after storms this week. Argentina's drought-stricken soybean crop has added support as yields on the first batches of soy have been below expectations. Argentina's Buenos Aires Grain Exchange have maintained their soybean harvest forecast of 25 million metric tonnes, but did caution that further cuts are possible reports suggest that argentina may need to import up to 10 million tons of soy which is more than double previous years and they are expected to lose their status as the world's top exporter of processed soy meal and finally the grain and oilseed price indicator starting with feed wheat for may 23 at 190 pounds november 205 feed barley for may 173 november 180 and oilseed rape for May 370 to 375, and November 380 to 385. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at